This is Winging It, the somewhat whimsical, certainly whirring, decidedly wonky, seldom weighty, endlessly well-intentioned, and wildly witty show about music where one knows what's coming and the other doesn't. Now, don't be alarmed, folks, just because I read the introduction and you think this is going to be one of those long-winded, babbling shows about stuff that's of interest to no one but me, but it isn't. I just She just made me read the intro, but Christina has a topic picked, which means you will ha- you're in for a good time. <laughs> or it means that you're going to be listening to somebody who's talking about something that only entertains them, but what the fuck. So this isn't that time, what it's all about, you know? Uh, well, yeah. I think so, and this time we're going to be talking about... The best-selling singles of all time. Hey, nice one. So it's very interesting. So what I want to know, first of all, I'm going to tell you the artist, the single, the year it was released, and then you tell me in sales how many million you think it is, and also if you agree. Ah. And I will, of course, give my opinion as well. So um, I'm going to start at the bottom. (laughs) I fucking hate this song. Of course, yeah. There's going to be a lot of oh, really loathsome songs in this list. So horrible. I, uh, Scorpion's Wind of Change. Ah! 1991. You're always going to lose me when you open a song with fucking whistling. <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, <laughs> Billy Joel. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm out on that channel. I hate songs with whistling in them. It drives me crazy. I don't care what it is. I don't patience, care who you Guns are. Guns N' Roses, Patience. I'm out. Now, Dock of the Bay, I, I hate understand that part. because in real life, I hate whistling. It is the most odious sound in the world to me when somebody mm-hmm. whistles. But in a song, I can handle it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't want to hear it either way, but I get you. So how many million copies did that I piece? actually, I actually kind of like that one. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I wouldn't have thought of it as a million seller. I would say two and a half tops. Fifteen million. Whoa, Scorps. <laughs> Just stab me in the ear. I fucking hate that song. All right, so this one might kind of take you by surprise. By the way, I don't think they should be on any list. I can't believe anyone buys that stupid shit. And especially, I'm sorry, that song sucks ass. Mm-hmm. There's an ass, the proverbial ass, and it sucks the whole thing. Now, are we okay? talking about the next one, or are we talking about when it changed? Scorpion stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't. I, I, I just have to give them their just desserts. Wow. So, the next one, puzzling. Would you describe this look as puzzled? Uh, it, it's quizzical. Quizzical, quizzical yes. yeah. John Travolta and quizzical, Olivia Newton-John. Quizzical John, graffiti, actually, yeah. You're the one that I want. Uh, 1978. Uh, you know, it has it has a, you know, okay, it, it, it grabs you at first, but it then isn't something you'd want to buy or necessarily listen to. I mean, I have uh, the album, More than but once or twice. I'm good. Um, th- but I'm thinking it was a big hit, and I'm going to go with about 9 million, say. 15 million. Wow. Wow, man. It, it just get John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John together, and you can sell anything, apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, a fun song. Yeah. It's got that doon chika doon chika doon which is fun. Yeah. But, I mean, $15 million as a single? Holy shit. Okay, so we're going to continue to go up the list. <laughs> Some of these, they're wonderfully cheesy. Yeah. Like, oh, cheese sells. I do know. It yeah. does. Like, Brian Adams, everything I do. I do it for you. He seems like the kind of guy who would live all over this list. But um, <laughs> uh, Brian Adams, who Kiss Tie, folks, he actually co-wrote a couple of songs with Kiss on the Creatures of the uh, Creatures of the Night album uh, before he broke big. Just thought you'd want to know that. Um, anyway, it actually gives but, me less uh, respect for him. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's an okay song. I like the kind of power ballad and stuff. And um, but I'm going to guess uh, it was. Uh, 12 million. In 1991, 15 million. Another 15. Now, I will tell you, 
that and now song, next time I'll guess 15, just so I'll be right. You know? I was a baby uh-huh. in 1991, and when I used to hear <laughs> that song, I was like, oh, I wanted, I wanted a man to say to feel that way about me, mm-hmm. right? You know, there's no one, you know, like you. You're it. You're the shit. You're everything. And uh, so I thought it was sweet. Now I'm like, uh, grown. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of grown, 1994 gave us Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. And it's continued to keep giving it to us every year since then. Yes. The Queen of Christmas bothers us for a month or two every year. A month or two? Yeah. It isn't. And it's not bad. It's cool. But um, I love this song. I do. You know, I mean, it's a. A traditional song re-recorded and everything, and she does a nice job with it. Uh, I'm gonna go with oh, let's see, uh, how about 15 million? 16 million. Oh. I know it bested Brian Adams, John Travolta, Livy Newton John, and oh, <laughs> the Queen of Christmas riding high. That's right. And then speaking of the Queen. Look at these segues. Are you so impressed Uh-oh, with me right now? Oh, very impressed. And I'm thinking, what are we talking, Retha here? No, Queen in a different way. 1997, just think of the power ballads of that time, gave us Celine Dion and My Heart Will Go On. Oh, no, no. Yeah, because Titanic came out and it never sunk, right? Because we were still hearing that shit. It was a huge hit. One that she did in one fucking take, and I will never sing as good as she did that one fucking take of that song. And she hates that song. I, you know what? I kind of agree with her, though. I love that song. It's okay, it's but I mean... It's so sticky uh, sweet. It's a little... That's a bit it's a much lot. for me. Yeah, it's a, it's, yeah. It is. It's pretty... It's it's a cheese factor of 12. And it sold how many million? Oh, let me see. Let me see. Oh, 18. 18 million. Yes. Wow, give it up right there. <laughs> All right. Woo. Very nice. Very nice. That deserved a high five. Um, and I apologize. I don't know who this is, but... I agree that Yes Sir I Can Boogie by Bacara in 1977. Who the fuck is that? Uh, and I was not two years old in 1977 either, so you'd think I would know. But it's one of those things that I might know if I heard it, but I it doesn't ring a bell. No, it doesn't ring yeah, a bell. Yeah, so I have no idea, but that was 1977 with 18 million. Wow. So we need to listen to that song because it sold 18 million copies. Yeah. I mean, I got to figure that shit out. And this song, there's something about this song. The Ink Spots with If I Didn't Care, 1939. That song is amazing. I didn't think the Ink Spots went back that far, actually. I thought I associate them with, like, very early 50s or something. But uh, I, if I didn't care, oh. I think I know the one. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I love that but, song. But uh, you don't think of anything selling back in that day as big as we would think of today. Right. I mean, because it just didn't happen. I mean, you know, gold records, platinum records, that was unheard of. Uh, I'm going to go with $5 million. $19 million. Wow. Obviously, they cared. Wow. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> well played. <laughs> well, and I wonder, too, if some of that isn't from movies, right? Because that song gets redone in movies, so then people go, oh, who did If I Didn't Care? You know, and it's then... probably landed on a bunch of soundtracks. It has. There. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So I think that that is maybe why, but I really love it. This one is not going to surprise anybody. In 1985, what was the biggest song in the world? In 85? I don't know offhand. We are the world. Oh, of course, of course, of course. USA yeah. for Africa in 1985 sold how many million? Oh, mm. 34. 20. 20. Well, you gave him too much wow. credit. It was an all-star cast, That's so you never diamond, know. That's double That's diamond, true. Yeah. And 1960 brought us, it's now or never. never. 
Elvis Presley with another 20 million in sales. 20 million in sales. 20 million for taking, that single. Taking the melody of O Sola Mio and uh, putting it to a, a put, If You Love Me, You'll Put Out. That's uh, right. <laughs> the kind of song that I have always hated. By Talk the way. about repurposing. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah. repurposed. So, yeah. And then, this is no surprise, 1992 brought us. Whitney Houston's version of I Will Always Love You, another 20 mil. Yeah, I was going to go way high on that one. Oh, were you? Okay, yeah. so I, I lowballed her. Sorry. Well, then that takes us to, I love this song. Every time it comes on, I listen to it. Bill Haley and his comments rock around the clock. Classic. Uh, 1954. I mean, that is timeless legend shit right there. So good. And got exposure to a new audience when it... Uh, at least serve for the part-time theme of Happy Days. Yes. And, uh, it's, I mean, come on. That song is, is that oh. rules, obviously. Uh, that is, that is, you can, if anyone asks you what is rock and roll, that's that's as good as an answer as you're going to get. Right Absolutely. There. I agree. And, by the way, I failed to mention these are physical copies sold. Yeah. Physical, not digital. We might get to digital in a minute. Yeah, physical di- copy sold. Yeah, uh, in Bill Haley's day, they weren't doing a lot of digital copies. They weren't. Sales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, this is a song I I just can't. 1970 gave us in the summertime. Da, 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 da. Mungo Jerry. I can't, dude. Yeah. I just can't. I just I just can't do it. It's yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. No, no, no. Yeah. We love everybody, so we do what we please. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't do it. I maybe it's the age I was at the time, but that one I love that one. Yeah, it's a it's a, a classic uh, to you and to me. It's just something I wish I could forget. And uh, 1997, again, we're jumping around because this is the order. 1997 brought us Elton John's Something About the Way You Look slash Candle in the Wind 1997 hybrid. Oh. And that sold so many. How many do you think that sold? Physical copies. Physical. uh, Well, I mean, consider when you drag Princess Diana into something. I mean, that's true. We're talking about, uh, I'm going to go with 24 million. 33 million. See, I knew it was way up there. And then at the top of the heap... There is no disputing this, and I don't think anyone will be surprised. White Christmas, Bing Crosby, 1942. Wow. And how many million in sales do you believe? How many? The timeless Christmas song from Derbingle. Let me think. I'm going to go with uh, 25. 50 million. That's the biggest one? 50 million. Crazy, awesome. That is amazing. Man. So I'm just saying, I mean, that's a lot of sales. That's a whole lot. So we go from physical copies to digital copies. Now, some of these are going to be ones you disagree with, but still a good time. For, for dinosaurs like me, that involves actually purchasing music to stream or download from this thing called the interweb. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Did you call it the interweb? Yeah. It's- oh, I love it. Well, we're going to start at the bottom. and uh, I that's expect where- the quality to drop drastically because of the, uh, the theory of musical inflation I have, that the more uh, prevalent music is and the more of it there is in uh, circulation, the uh, less value any of it has. So, so we'll see if that's correct. <laughs> so 2016... Oh, Lord in heaven. ...brought us Love on the Brain by Rihanna. Yeah, well. And it sold how many millions of copies digitally? I don't know it, so I'm going to and I'm gonna guess uh, 14. 15 million. See, I knew it was going to be a lot because I never heard of it. This next one is going to make you so extraordinarily happy. Are you ready? All right, good. God's Plan, 
by Drake. Uh, 2018. Drake, you suck. <laughs> and uh, how many million did that man sell? Oh, uh, go ahead and rip my guts out and tell me 17. 15.3 million. 15.3, yeah. The I'm going to skip the ones thing I don't that ever know. happened to music. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, then we have another 2016 needed me by Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. So, how many did that sell? Mm, 12. <laughs> 12 copies, 12 total. 12 <laughs> if there digital. were any justice, yeah. 17 million. Yes, of course. Now we go to 2011 and I'm feeling a little bit better about this one. I think you will too. Someone like you, Adele. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we have some actual uh, measurable uh, talent. talent here and uh, merit. I'm going to go with $22 million. $17 million. Yeah, it had to be big. Adele sells big. So we, this is much maligned but beloved Taylor Swift in 2008 with Love Story. It is going to hate. Well, I under, I mean, you got to be open to cheese to love that. And, it's great. Uh, it's, great it, cheese. It is, it is. It's really great cheese. So I'm going to guess, I don't know, $21 million. $18 million. So I don't know if you know the song. That's like one million copies for every year she was alive at the time. True. Yeah. That's true. I don't... I. <laughs> it grossed more than she was in years. Yes. That's funny. So I don't know if you know this one. Carly Ray Jaspin with Call Me Maybe. Don't call me maybe. <laughs> this is crazy. You should see his face right <laughs> Thank God this isn't television. There's this... Though. There's a, a certain level of mockery going on over here, and it's beautiful. No, it, you have to do certain contortions to and produce that sound. Maybe. You know? Yes. Uh, but uh, I yes, just met I... you. <coughs> this is crazy. Here's my number. Maybe. Call, call me, me maybe. Yes. I mean, it's not utterly detestable or anything. I'm not crazy about it, though. I suppose I can see the appeal like far away from a distance i guess well in uh, 2011 it had a certain appeal. yeah it did okay i'm gonna go with uh, 19 million 18 million very close this one i just i'm i don't know what your response will be but I, it's probably going to be guttural old town road by little nas x little nas x with Billy Ray Cyrus. Let's not forget. No, no. Well, Old Town Road is with Billy Ray. See, I don't know this shit. Uh, You're way cooler than it or, me. Believe it or not, I'm actually cooler in this one little thing. I, what uh, the fuck? If, I, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X. Oh. And not a bad song at all. What? Uh, I'm sorry. It just isn't. I what? Mean, it, has some, it has some merit to it. Uh, it really does have some merit to it. Uh, I know. I, I said that. I said that about a Bieber song once, and then I repented later on. But uh, it seems to. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. I don't cringe. I don't get. I don't want to smash anything. I don't want to climb on, up, up to the rooftop or anything. I'm, so I'm um, questioning it's, all, it's, everything I've ever known about you right now. It's not horrible. So I'm gonna. Uh, th- but it was big. It's 21 million. I'm thinking. 18.4 in 2018. Yeah, man. So. Um, I actually like this song by Camila Cabello. I think that's how you say it. Featuring, I'll, I'll be as understanding as uh, as you were. Featuring about Young Thug, Havana, 2017, Havana Onana, oh or some shit like that. I like that song. Okay. Okay. Hang on. All right. So we took a moment, and now you're very familiar with Havana Onana. Oh 
Yeah, I got to say, I was I was all prepared to. I, I didn't like the sound of it. I thought, okay, I'm going to savage this the way she did brutally with uh, Lil Nas X and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> but actually, it's uh, it's not bad at all. It, it has the kind of Latin rhythm that has been used so tastefully and so wonderfully in fantastic pop songs by like Blondie and Lady Gaga. And I can see this being, uh, be, you know, belonging to either of those acts that I think are great. And I uh, never heard it before, but I, I, it's a terrific song. I got to say, is, thank yep. God, because I, ugh, it's one of those where I'm like, I don't tell anybody. I like that. Yeah, song. this is not uh, your secret shame or anything. Your dirty little secret. I no. wasn't sure. Well, I do have one. Ain't and no shame in my game. I, I'm, I'm uh, very. Uh, I have no shame about who I, who I like. I don't have guilty pleasures, you know. Well, I, I do, mm-hmm. and one is Nelly with Tim McGraw. Over and over. Now, that sounds like a recipe for disaster, but we actually listened to it. Yeah, I want it because I was going to reference it as another country slash, you know, rapper kind of uh, collab. And uh, interesting. uh, uh, Okay, let me know when I'm supposed to speak about it. Right now. Oh, okay. Well, shit. All right, then. Um, I got to say, I actually liked it in a way if it was the vocals that honestly that killed it for me. If, the, the Nelly vocals. The Nelly vocals, yeah. particularly, yeah. Uh, if it, it sounded like a really classic uh, Motown R&B kind of a thing, it's just that if, if one of those groups was doing it, like the Temptations or Gladys Knight and the Pips or something, you know, it would be a very, very cool song. I don't think the vocals wow. suited it, but the song itself is, uh, is quite enjoyable. You know what's interesting what? is I've never heard it that way and now that you said I'm looking at you while you're saying it going oh my god I can hear that I, I mean and they'd be doing like you know yeah. coordinated dance steps and everything you know that would be really <laughs> fucking cool if somebody re uh, if somebody covered it oh my goodness I think it would be beautiful be amazing yeah. all right well how much did uh, how many actually did uh, Havana Onana sell uh, these days with the crazy sales numbers I'm gonna go with 23 19 million damn dude yeah I mean seriously and uh this next one, I'm uh, more just gasps of pain from you. Ed Sheeran, uh. Thinking Out Loud, 2014. Mm. So, I like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I really like it when he does acoustic stuff. That's my favorite. Um, but I like him. I've always liked his voice. Discovered by Jamie Foxx. And right? performing in like I think it was a either like a like a bar or a coffee house. Can somebody please discover my ass that way? Um, and obviously now he's just you know way up there. But uh, how much do you think his song "Thinking Out Loud" earned uh, as far as best selling numbers? Well, uh, I I tend to think he's a it's it's like that last song. He's a good songwriter, or, or I like some of the stuff. I don't like his voice. I don't like his presentation. Um, I mean, yes, he's got an acoustic guitar with a black electrical tape X on it, which is so impressive. But and I saw him, I saw him, I saw him do a Bruce deal one night on stage, doing uh, you know a sampling uh, looping thing. Oh yeah, he does that a and, lot. Uh, he's done that. that was, he's very cool. That was really impressive. Um, and uh, I just don't, I don't care for his voice, but I don't care for a lot of voices today. See that but, uh, that right there, what you said about the looping and doing that by him, I love. That's when that's to me when he's at his best. Yeah, that well, that real. I was like, wow, dude. You know, and yeah. then I hear a song, I was like. Eh. You know, it's okay, but uh, uh, all right. So I'm going to go with uh, Ed's got to be a 22 million uh, carrot guy, 22 million guy. 19.5 million. Yeah, I'm up there. I'm up there. I'm yeah, thinking. you're doing good. You're doing good. This, I'm aiming uh, high, you know. This next one is close to my heart. As you know, I've fought many a time for her. Billie Eilish with Bad Guy in 2019. 
Okay. Now I know I spoke well when Billy when the Billy Eilish question came up on Birds of a Feather. I mm-hmm. spoke well of her, and I had listened to stuff, and she was better than I thought. But honestly, I have revised that downward, having listened to her new album again and thinking, what is the big freaking deal with her? Honestly, she's not that great. I'm talking but about I know bad we're talking guy. about sales. I know we're talking about sales. Do you uh, know bad guy? Yeah, I think so. But I'm going to go with these days. It's it's total voodoo, but like. 22 million. 19.5 million again, wow. tied with the Ed Man. Wow. All right. So, just because we like to do our research here, we did take a moment and uh, we played Bad Guy. And of course, he had it filtered to my, through my complete joy of this fucking song. But where, what are your thoughts now? It, it you know, garnered 19.5 million in sales in 2019. Well, I mean, a lot of very bad artists do that today. This song, however, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Way to start out. That's like the it. norm. The, now it's true. Now the the music is great. It's a it's a really it's raw and elemental bass dri- or probably maybe fake bass. Who knows? Bass driven funk. Like uh, Michael, I could easily see Michael Jackson doing this, and then it would be infinitely better because it would have a vocal. I don't like her delivery, her vocal delivery anymore at all. Wow. I did very briefly, and she even did a Bond theme, and I'm still not still not favorably disposed towards her. But then again, so did Sam Smith, uh, and, and he got a brutal lashing. So yeah, yeah. Well, she's not near. Her song is not nearly as bad. Her, I mean, it's it's much better. But. Um, the song stripped of an instrumental version of it would be great. A vocal song by somebody else would be great. So that really <laughs> says something, at least, you know. So you hate it. Yeah. So, so okay. basically, uh, it's it's one of those things you listen to and you say, isn't it a shame? Isn't it a pity? You know. See, I don't. And it's so weird. And it's, you know, again, this is why music is amazing, because it either unites us in many ways or it's where we go. Oh, we're not we're not uh, like minded on this because I think her voice is incredibly sexy. I mean, I just think it's it's husky and it's breathy and um, she can kind of do lots of different flavors and colors with her voice. But I like it. It's kind of to me, it's a little jazzy. It's a little like, mm, you know, kind of playful. I don't, I, I don't for some reason, I don't find it sexy. I mean, even if Fair she enough. were like her her grandmother, who's like more my who's my age, um, I wouldn't <laughs> find it sexy. It's just there's something about it. It's just like it's almost an excuse for a vocal. Mm. I mean, you can get away with that once in a while, but she totally rides the the breathy waif train. Uh, into the side of a mountain and uh, I get tired of it fast. Certainly on that first album, she definitely did. I think her next album, which you've been listening to, is a little different flavor, but um, I'm certainly partial to the 2019 release myself. It's just it's just badass. It's yeah, fun. I, I was not really impressed. I listened to the new... Well, I listened to a number of things throughout. Like the second song you just played me, I knew. Uh, the whole new album really doesn't, uh, yeah. doesn't move me. <laughs> I got you. I, that's fair enough. Well... Maybe this one will move you, maybe not. I fucking love this song. I fucking love this song. 2014 brought us Uptown Funk with Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. I fucking love Bruno Mars. I know you hate him. I love Bruno Mars. I love Mark Ronson, who can do no wrong, in my opinion. And this song, this is this is my happy song. The song is great, okay? There's no question about it. This song is great. Yes, I hate Bruno Mars, but this song is badass. It's so fucking yeah. good. It's so. F- it doesn't matter. Whatever mood I'm in, if you put this song on, it's on. I'm fine. I'm happy, and I'm up, and I'm dancing. Uh, fucking great song. So uh, how much do you think that one made? Oh, that's got to be $28 million. Uh, 20. 20, okay. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't make more. And then we go to 2011. 
with Adele again, Rolling in the Deep. Oh, my goodness. Such uh, a great song. Uh, uh, 300 million or something like that? 20.6 uh, million. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, that's quite something. I'm very, uh, very surprised by that. Um, then there yeah, is... Yeah, she, she could have had it all. She could have got 30 million. But, you know, <laughs> okay. but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe a tiny bit oversaturated, but it's a good one. Well, I will tell you that Ed Sheeran makes a couple more appearances on this oh, list. damn, dude. 2017 brought us Perfect, which I love that song. Of course you do. Of course I do. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah. Um, and uh, that uh, earned him $21.4 million in sales. Uh, instant overnight success there. So this one I haven't heard. Maybe you have because you do have cooler than me often tendencies. The Chainsmokers and Coldplay was something just like this in 2017? Uh, no, I, I, that, I don't get any cool cred for that one. Okay. I have... No idea, but it earned twenty one point five million. Then there is a song by Rihanna, and it features Drake. <laughs> Holy shit! Twenty sixteen called "Work." Oh, <laughs> this is absolute torment. This song. And <laughs> I hate this song. Well, it's thirty two point five million in digital that, sales. That audit, auditory great Satan got thirty two million sales. Okay, got it. And I'm going to end our little painful. <laughs> painful. It's got. I knew it was going to. I I girded up my loins. I knew yes. it was going to get rough yes. once we got to the digital. Yes. And I was not. Uh, I was not uh, being an alarmist. It turned out to be reality. Well, I, I also love this song because I've already mentioned I love this artist. This is going to pain you in 2017, Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You. Son of a bitch. Where's Lady Gaga? <laughs> Where's somebody good? You know? Yeah, 41.5 million. Uh, arg. 41.5 million. So we saw the difference between physical sales and digital sales. Digital obviously has uh, gone the way of kind of the rap R&B today, R&B, not old school R&B, but R&B today, soul of today, that kind of thing. And it's not exactly something that we agree on, but uh, uh, the people have spoken through the sales. Digital. Yeah, and, and I want to say to the 41 million people who bought that, uh, you know, thank you. You did contribute. You were uh, very beneficial to the economy. I'm True. sure I'm sure uh, he took the money and did a lot of things with it. And, and Ed's pretty happy. Put it in circulation and bought things from people and, you know, gave them their daily bread and stuff. So I guess you helped. I mean, your taste sucks, but uh, uh, thank you for doing that at least. Well, know. he's in love with the shape of you too, David. So, uh, <laughs> well, that kind of brings us to the end of this one where we talk about best-selling physical versus digital say singles. And we're saying there's a huge disparity in um, quality level if you ask us. Validity, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Validity, legitimacy, <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. Well, let us know what you think at bofonair at gmail.com and uh, we might share your opinions on the air. But until then, that only leaves for you to say... Let's fly this coop. <laughs> This has been Birds of a Feather on What the Flock Radio. Uh.